I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The, the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation, and Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown, Las Vegas! With insights, opinions, and interviews, we're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now with the latest on your Raiders and the NFL, your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moten. Welcome back. You are in the home stretch with Mo and Scott here on Silver and Black Today, an Odyssey original podcast covering your Raiders. If you don't already subscribe, please do wherever you get your audio. All right, we're getting into the mailbag segment, the Raider Nation mailbag. Uh, everything from ketchup to ticket prices uh, are on the docket for today. Uh, those are not related, but they seemingly could be. So we're going to talk about that. By the way, make sure you follow Mo on Twitter, M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N. Again, he is the national NFL writer over at Bleach Report, covers the Raiders as a columnist as well for Sports Not. Mo, it is Thursday. Anything coming up this weekend or going into next week people need to know about that you are pinning with that talented hand? Well, there's going to be some more Josh Jacobs talk because, as you mentioned, we're getting close to the deadline for teams to sign players that have the franchise tag. So there's going to be in some shape or form something on Josh Jacobs in the next few days. Uh, I'm not going to throw out another bold trade where he gets moved to the Jets or the Bills, <laughs> so you don't have to cover your eyes when you read the article, but it'll, it'll be something informative. And also, it's not coming up this week, but I will be back doing another live stream, just breaking down the Raiders' most pivotal position battles very soon. So that, nice. that'll be coming up on the Bleacher Report side in the following week, so just look out for that. That's coming up. There you go. You are up to date. Make sure you do it. Make sure you follow him on Twitter. Also, Follow me on Twitter, LV Gully. The show is SNB Today as well. Uh, so do that as well. And we get some great short videos. We try to share short videos with, with you. Our producer, Mike Rabies, cuts those up for you so you get a little sense for what we're doing. If you can't listen to the whole show and you're just flipping through at lunchtime or something, of course, you got to go listen to the show when you're done and you have the time. But other than that, all right, we're going to get to the mailbag now. We start off in Loma Linda, California. It's a Scott Before Mo. you start. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Go ahead. I no, know please. the just really quick. I know yeah. none of the we didn't talk about any of the mailbag segments that are one of our favorite parts of oh. know, our one year anniversary. But I I have to say that the mailbag portion of the show is my favorite part of the show simply because <laughs> I'm not able to answer everyone in my DMs. People who reached out to my DMs notice that sometimes I'm delayed or I'm not able to respond back quick enough. Yeah. So when you mail in, I'm able, you have my undivided attention for those out there who, who say, I'm going to answer my DMs. Well, if you know, if you, if you mail into the show, you, you, you know, you get the stage here. So again, favorite part of the show to hear from the fans that listen to us and, li- and read me on Bleacher Report and Sports Night. Yeah. Are you getting the, I'm getting this DM message. It's this nice young woman who's new to town. <laughs> that, that trash is hysterical to me because they send you the same thing over and over again. It's like, okay, now I'll fall for it. 
<laughs> anyway, uh, when you talk about Twitter DMs, it's really funny. Anyway, okay, but yes, the good point. No, we we love this. Uh, and and by the way, some great points of discussion come up in these emails mm-hmm. or messages. Not only that, but they also become segments on the show. We we've mm-hmm. we've had people ask questions. They've become articles that you've written, Mo. Mm-hmm. And so again, we we are so appreciative of all of you out there and what you have to say. Okay, so Loma Linda, this is Dennis and Loma Linda, who's written into the show many times before. And he says, I just want to say thank you for great shows during what is a crappy time to be an NFL fan before camp starts. I know people give you crap for talking about things like food or other subjects, but love you guys and the interaction you have on all of it. Happy anniversary on your network, and I'm excited for the season ahead. That's Dennis and Loma Linda. Dennis, thank you very much. Uh, Appreciate right. you, Dennis. Yes. And so we are – oops, sorry. My, 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 my list of, of emails here froze, but now I got it back. Okay. Then we move on and says, hey, guys, just a congrats on your year birthday with your network. I had never heard of your show before this past season and was glad to find you on the Odyssey app. Yes, by the way, the Odyssey app is very cool. If you don't already have it, I suggest you, at least you try it. Um, there isn't much Raiders talk on the radio here in L.A., so you guys get me through the season. Thanks again and continued success. That's Rick in Newport Beach, California. It's amazing, you know, the, so many fans still in, 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 in L.A. And, Mo, I know you did some shows with me when uh, previous to last season I was doing we – our show was heard in Los Angeles on the Mightier 1090 – uh, and 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 did well. We had a lot of Raider fans down there, and then we went to the Odyssey side here, uh, and this is what people are doing. So it's great. That's what's great about podcast versus radio, and our show is still heard on the radio in Las Vegas, by the way, but the podcast piece of it is no matter where you live, being a Raiders fan, because Raiders fans are all over the world, you're able to get the content. We're able to connect with them. So whether you're in L.A., Vegas, you know, we, we're in your airspace. Oakland, we're yeah. in your airspace. Doesn't absolutely matter. absolutely so rick in newport beach one of the most beautiful places in the world thank you for writing in all right now we go back to las vegas a a writer a listener from las vegas says mo and scott it's been a year already seriously great job and congratulations on your first year with odyssey i've been listening to the show since the cbs sports radio days yes that's where wow. we first started and it gets better every year kudos to scott for what he's done over the years and the, one of the best things he's done was bring you in as a co-host mo cheers so there you, I'm getting kudos for you, which you do your own work. I don't need to get I don't I don't need any credit for it. You you are who you are. But but it's actually true. I'm glad he brought up because I've had again, I talked about Kelly, we talked about Q. Um, and I've had other co-hosts too, but none of them and and you and I, the way we've built the show together as a true partnership has been great. And it's it's awesome to see Tad in Las Vegas, by the way, wrote that. It's great to see Tad recognize that and understand it. It's it's funny that Ted brings this up because it takes me down memory memory lane. I'm not I'm gonna keep it short. I'm not gonna go long winded with this. I'm gonna try not to. But I remember when Scott first reached out to me to come on the show when he was on CBS Sports, and I remember being sort of nervous because at the time I was more of a writer. I wasn't a speaker. I w- I didn't have a. Po- I mean, I had a small podcast years ago mm-hmm. before that, but I wasn't used to being on a big network and talking Raiders. Scott called me on the show as a guest. And that was kind of like my introduction into, you know, doing segments with, you know, with on shows on big platforms with people who had established audiences. And this is before I was even going on Raider Nation radio, you know, mm-hmm. before it was created. So it was kind of like my introduction into this and into the Raiders NFL sphere as a, you know, as a speaker on the team, on the on the league. And after that, it, it seemed like 
there were more requests for me to come on the show. Other people would say, I heard you on CBS. I heard you on with this show. I want to have you want to talk Raiders here. So Scott kind of <laughs> started that thing. So I want to thank Scott oh, live no, for you... that. He kind of he kind of brought me out of the writing section into the podcast video streaming arena. And he's been a great help to me to help. I've learned a lot from him because, of course, he has a long career in doing this. He's a pro at this. I'm learning a lot from him still to this day. So for him to, to bring me along the ride is a, is a special thing for me too. Well, and I appreciate that, Mo. And likewise, though, right? I think that one of the things in you and I, you know, when we have our talks that are unrelated to the show or football uh, and more about life and our careers is you have the same point of view as I do, which is, you know, you, you come across people in your life who helped you and then you want to return the favor. And you also, you're like me too. You, when you come across somebody or you're contacted by somebody and they have talent and you can see that it's a genuine desire to do something really great, then you want to help that person. And so I, I think that's that's what I saw with you. And I know I've learned just as much from you. And on this show, it's about balance, right? You know, some people will be like, well, Scott doesn't know about this. I don't know as much the X's, O's and stuff <laughs> that Mo does. I don't, but that's why he's on the show, right? You have a balance of things and our roles on the show, like, there's guys who do film breakdowns. They do a really great job of it. But when I watch some of those guys out there in the NFL overall, you see some of them and they're like exactly the same guy. And so you're like, okay, well, you're saying the same things versus if I had a guy who was just telling me and guiding me along and then you had the really big X's and O's guy, it, they complement each other. And I think that's always what's good um, about, about what we do here on this show is the fact that we can we can find that balance and 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 we have strengths that that help one another do the show in a better way. Right. And and you know, just as we have, you know, you have strengths, I have strengths in, in certain areas. I remember when Scott, I believe, was under the weather and I had to do the show by myself. And I'm like, you know, Scott usually sets the table for everything. And he's the guy that, you know, starts off the show, has an introduction, ends segments, begins segments. And I, I'm up here thinking, how am I going to maneuver this? How am I going to do, you know, this this entire show by myself about Scott doing the introduction, setting the table for everything? And I remember going back and forth with Scott saying, I don't know if I could do this by myself for 45 minutes, talking to myself. This is before the Bleacher Report live shows that I used to do. And I was able to pull it off pull again it off. with Scott's yeah, help Scott's and, and some of the things that Scott does and looking over previous shows, I was able to pull it off with his help and, and with his guidance. So again, shout out to Scott for that true professional helping me along in this area. And now I'm doing bleach report shows. I'm on podcasts. People want to talk to me. It's all because now I would say all because of Scott, but part of it is, is my expertise in writing. And part of it is just learning from, from him as a professional. And, and, and the stuff you sometimes don't see, and what I was just going to mention, I ducked out there for a second because I was having technical <laughs> issues on my end. And so so Mo covered there, right? Mm -hmm. And Sorry. you've learned now. And when I was sick and you did the show, you did great, right? And now you do the Bleach Reports. I know you just covered that uh, as I was trying to fix the camera and, and audio and all that stuff. But um, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. You learn new skills. And I've always been somebody who who really wants someone who's as good or better than me in something because it makes me better. And so I appreciate right. that. And it is, it's great to, to do the show with you. And, and I, now I can't imagine doing it with anybody else. I really can't. That's what partnerships all about. You start off and it's like, it's new. 
you grow on each other. And like I said, Scott and I had a working relationship before that. I would, mm -hmm. but I was just a guest. I wasn't a co-host. Yeah. And I kind of, you know, I kind of worked my way into it. I remember being on, on the show with Scott and Q Myers, you know, on Raider Nation Radio and just kind of working my way into the three-man weave. And before you know it, then it's me and Scott. <laughs> Q has this thing shot to him. He's doing a great job. Yeah, but we, we, we were, you know, it, it's it, even Evan Grote. You know, we've been on the show. We've yes. had Evan Grote. It, it, we'd be remiss not to mention him because he's also like another host of the show. We've had Evan Grote on a lot, and I'm sure we'll have all, him on more, a lot more. Yeah. as the season draws closer but he's part of this team and this thing that we're building over here and, and shouts to him for for participating in that this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. No question, and uh, I'm proud of what we're doing, and certainly, uh, Tad, thank you for your notes here. All right, we're going to move on. Okay, it says, okay, finally Raider Nation did something right. No ketchup on hot dogs. It's wrong. That's for kids. Adulting involves no ketchup on hot dogs. Mo, I agree on your cheesecake take, but I'm glad the nation proved me right on this ketchup deal. Funny stuff. Thanks for filling the time before camp with something ridiculously fun. That's <laughs> that's Quan in North Las Vegas. Thanks, Quan. We appreciate that. So for all of you who hate the hot dog talk, sorry, there's people out there who love it, but at least we know the people have spoken on Mo's poll. It wasn't even close, Mo. When you add the Chicago people in, it's even bigger vi victory. I, I I demand a recount because <laughs> after the poll closed, there were at least ten people that said I would have voted ketchup if I had if I had seen the poll, and they didn't see the poll. So I want to say that there are some absentee voters that didn't get a chance to pull the oh, levers. Oh no! I think we need uh... a recount during the season when people are more active on social media because. A lot of people missed the poll and didn't answer the question. I'm just saying. So Mo is disenfranchising voters with the way he presents his. <laughs> I, I think we need to go back into Maricopa County and recount That's... the votes. <laughs> just say. Maricopa County. All right. Just don't get Raider Nations, Raider Nation marching on the Capitol, uh, especially in the uh -huh. month of January. Um, all right. So uh, we appreciate that. Okay. Our last email of the day. We're having too much fun, obviously. It says, guys. <laughs> Why can't Raider Nation see that much, as much as we love Josh Jacobs as a player, we can't afford to set the market? And this is where I, I – all credit to Steve in College Station, Texas, by the way, because I stole his line earlier. Uh, it says 1990 wants its football strategy back. I wish him the best, but it would be dumb to give him more than he says 11 to 12 million in a new contract. Thanks, my dudes, and let's get this thing started. That's Steve in College Station, I'm surprised he didn't put some kind of Texas A&M. Maybe he's there in grad school and he's not a Texas A&M fan. I don't know. But, Steve, thanks for writing in. Mo, we talked about it in the segment previous to this, uh, the Josh Jacobs stuff. We're going to know Monday, my man. We'll at least have a better idea. We're going to know. And and the emailer said 11 to 12 million would be the cutoff line from him, which is a little bit above the franchise tag, and I understand that. Uh, I said 13 to 14 million, but as we all know, when it comes to these contracts, it's all about the guaranteed money. So whether it's 11 to 12, 13 to 14, it also matters how much guaranteed money does Josh Jacobs want wants because that ultimately sways these contracts 
contract talks one way or the other because mm-hmm. players know that they could be cut at any time. So the the face number, so to speak, let's say you know three years, sixty million, don't really mean much. It's it's more about how much of that is guaranteed, and I think that that's the that should be the crux of the conversation. Now, if he gets you know twelve million a year, thirteen million a year, we'll see. But again, I I would suggest a two year deal or a three year deal with a second year out. That's yeah. just my opinion. There you go. See, you get it. You get it all here from Mo and Scott. So we appreciate it. And again, Steve and College Station. I think that's the first message we've ever had from College Station. Go ahead. But uh, we appreciate you listening and being a part of this. Well, there you go. We've wrapped up the mailbag segment uh, for the week. And so that means the show is coming to an end. But we're going to have a big show on Tuesday, clearly with the deadline Monday. We're going to recap what happened, if anything. uh, And we'll see also what else happens in the NFL and the AFC West. Lots of news. Finally, Mo, we're going to have something to seek our teeth into. Yeah, so you again, you're not gonna have to listen to condiment war arguments <laughs> on on Tuesday. You'll actually get some actual, you know, hard hitting football talk based on what happens or doesn't happen with Josh Jacobs. Yep. Now, if he doesn't get a deal, which I don't think is gonna happen, then we'll be talking about is he gonna report to camp because the yeah. rookies are gonna report on the 18th, uh, which is actually on Tuesday. So yeah. the veterans coming after. So then it's 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 gonna become the Josh Jacobs watch if he doesn't yes. get a new deal. Is yep. he going to report? Is he going to report and not participate in, in, in activities? Because if he does that, at that point, the Reds cannot sign him to a long-term contract because the deadline would have passed, but they can still trade him in a sign-and-trade, which is what, again, what I wrote about in my piece. I think the Jets are a viable suitor if the Raiders go that route. So just look out for that. If they're, if he if he's holding in or holding out, prepare for trade, trade talk because that's going to dominate for the next week or so. And the Jets thing is, I mean, look, I think you get the feeling, and you're there in New York, so you probably have a better beat on it, obviously, than I do, but you just get the feeling the Jets, with the short window they're going to have with Rodgers, they got to go all in. And so so whether it's Dalvin Cook or a trade for Josh Jacobs, I think they're going to do one of those two things or something similar, uh, but it'll be interesting. Also, the other thing we got to watch, Mo, as, as camp rolls around, as you talked about the veterans coming in, is does Jimmy Garoppolo show up and ready to go? Uh, that foot, we keep hearing that the foot's coming along just fine, but that's the other big question mark. I think that the Josh Jacobs story and the Jimmy Garoppolo story is: Does he hit the field at camp when the veterans got to be there? And is he play- Is he out there? Is he out there exercising and showing that his foot is okay? Here's my prediction for Jimmy Garoppolo and the Raiders fans. Some of the Raider fans out there, I, I think he's going to report to camp, but he's not going to participate very much, and people are going to panic. Oh, this uh, he's not going to play a game this season. And then he'll wind up practicing within, you know, two weeks and get into the flow of things. But I think they're going to start him off slow simply because anytime you have an extended time away from the game, physical, high level, high intensity activity, you don't want to rush that guy back into the flow of things. Right no, especially when you've you put all your eggs in that basket, brother, and it's yeah. a it's a rickety basket. So you got to make sure that uh, that he's ready for the regular season. So the first couple mm-hmm. weeks of camp don't matter as much as they do. They get later in the camp and past the preseason. So we'll see we'll see how that all goes. But we'll be here to talk about it on Tuesday. Mo, have a good weekend, my friend, and we will see you on Tuesday morning. You too. Back on Tuesday. Yes. All right. Thank you guys for being with us here on Silver and Black today. Also, again, reminder, please subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your audio and turn on that auto download for us. If you're on YouTube, hit subscription and the notifications bell. And we appreciate you all being part of the show. And thank you again for a great first year as part of the Odyssey Sports Network. For our producer, Mike Robbier, for Mo Moten, I'm Scott Colbranson. This has been 
silver and black today. Have a great weekend, everybody.